Well, well, well. Hey, hope everybody had a good, good Christmas. Hope everybody got what they wanted to. Christmas Eve, Hanukkah, whatever holiday that you actually celebrate. I hope that everybody had a good one. Um, but this is your Sunday night NFL College Bowl recap from Savage Sports Pod. So just so you know, we, we're going to keep it a little bit savage today, at least for Sunday. has been very, very interesting. Um, college was a little bit interesting. I mean, it wasn't necessarily any of the big games that we were looking for, but definitely some upsets. For starters, let, let's go ahead and hit off against Liberty. Hey, um, small school. Possibly shouldn't be playing with the big boys. Not necessarily classifying their opponent as one of the big boys, but team was undefeated too, though, I think, wasn't it? Or they had one loss. One loss. And they came in and doing some doing some nasty stuff. And then Liberty comes in. Who's that coach again? Freeze. Freeze. He froze them. He called it. He got it. We in right at the end of the game. So Liberty, congrats on your victory. Way to step it up. Way to sit there and put y'all's name in the record book, regardless of who y'all were playing. The fact that what y'all did this season is just amazing, hands down. Um, it was it was a good game. I liked it. I mean, down to the wire. So you can't really argue. You can't ask for much more than that, especially from any sports player whatsoever or anybody that loves sports. You were looking for a good game, regardless of who is playing. And Liberty, y'all came and showed up. So that's that's what you got to go do. I mean. Can't ask for much more. A um, couple of the other games, what we saw Hawaii. Um, Hawaii won. Um, the really the 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 good game start this this week Tuesday. You got Miami versus Oklahoma State. That'll be kicking off, uh, and then you've got a few more uh, of your bigger games. You knew your six bowls are coming up. Obviously, our playoffs are coming up. So. So yeah. we'll have more on the college front uh, in a few days, um, especially with the bigger games coming up. Of course, this week, uh, Tuesday will be our only night until Sunday that we do a pod. Uh, we'll do a college and NFL wrapped at one this Tuesday. So we'll discuss uh, probably the Miami game and some other bowls that, are, that happened on Tuesday. But but just don't forget, tune in Tuesday for our only uh, only pod for the week. Yep. Now, if y'all wondering why we flipped the schedule around, you got New Year's, you got people taking vacations. I mean, people got work. So this yes, one, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> I wish I could go to Vegas. I ain't going to Vegas no time soon. You know what I mean? But hey, got to do what you got to do. I'm gonna have fun for you, bro. I can believe that. I can believe that one, but yeah, um, let's see, Let, let's, let's hit this one up on college. So we were talking about small schools, right? Liberty one of the small schools. Now this one, it's still a small school. It's not necessarily a D1 school. Appalachian State went in and played North Texas. Now generally any team that is in Texas is normally a higher ranked school that at least has a little bit of, we'll, we'll say clout normally has a little bit of clout and you expect them to necessarily win against any team that is especially a D2 school. Appalachia State though, their boys have been stepping up here lately. They've, they've been bringing up some good players, got a couple of players that went to the NFL, Titans grabbed one of them. I mean, can't really argue with them, but the past couple of years they've been stepping up. 
they came in. Yeah, took down Michigan one year. Yes, they did. Years ago with a field goal, won the game. Yes, they did. And this year, North Texas. Mm-mm-mm. Them boys hung 56 points up on them, 56 to 28. Small schools are doing what they need to go do. They're probably making a fight or at least a little bit of noise to get into a bigger conference, depending on what is actually happening. I mean, what, we got Notre Dame that doesn't want to play in the conference because, in my opinion, they're too scared. And then you got other teams that are sitting here battling to say, hey, we're worth it. Give us a shot, regardless of what they're bringing in. But if teams are doing what they're supposed to be doing, I say, why not? Move them into a different division, take out some of those weaker schools and make it more competitive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can never count out the little guys. And uh, it's all who's got a heart. Stars don't matter in college football. I know a lot of people, you know, during recruiting, they, they get hung up on, well, this kid's a five-star, that kid's a four-star. And I'll tell you like this, as a Florida State fan for the past five years, I've watched four- and five-star players not live up to the hype. No. Uh, so they, you they, never they know, don't. man. It's, it's all in who's hungry, who wants it the most. Any given Saturday, any given Sunday, anybody can win. You can. They got you again. They got you again. <laughs> it happens. Murdoch, we're not talking about Devontae Adams right now, okay? He, he the dude is a monster. I'll just say that much. That, that's all I can say about him. The dude is a monster. It happens. Um, you ready to get into some of this NFL action for the day, Griff? Yeah, it, it's better than the college. I mean, we'll we'll recap you on the college real quick. BYU beat UCF, expected number 16 team. Uh, Nevada came in, knocked off Tulane. That was on Tuesday. And then Georgia Southern beat Louisiana Tech. Memphis knocking off Florida Atlantic. Good job for Memphis, little school. Yep, I like that. I like yep. that. Memphis slapping around Willie Taggart. I like that. Um, I can agree with you on that one, Jonathan Clark. ACC is the weakest Power Five conference there is outside of Clemson, pretty much. I mean, they ain't. That is a completely false statement. The Pac 12 is the weakest conference uh, there is. Also, uh, Clemson, Florida State, uh, North can't, Carolina. Can't throw they, Florida State in there right now, man. <laughs> they, can, they can hang with with any SEC school just about outside of Alabama. Well, Clemson can hang with Alabama all day. We've seen that. So I don't want to hear that the ACC is the weakest because uh, they're not. The Pac-12 is easily the weakest. Yeah, if you bring that one up, yes. I mean, every other year you might have – USC and Oregon step up. Um, maybe a, a UCLA every once in the blue moon, but other than that, it, it's basically USC the only one that you're really hearing about. But they definitely give the ACC a run for the money outside of Clemson as of right now, or at least the past couple of years. FSU still was on the rebuilding part of it. UNC decides to show up every once, every full moon. You know, they, they treat it like Michael Jackson, Thriller here and there, I mean, but. I don't know. Mac Brown's done a good job at, at North Carolina. I think he's building his program the way he wants it. And so uh, I think UNC will be uh, not dominant or a powerhouse, but they they will uh, be in contention for ACC championships as long as Mac Brown is there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm, Murdoch, I can, I can agree with that one. SEC, yes, because you do have Alabama, you got Auburn, got Georgia, got Texas A&M, got LSU when they actually have a quarterback. I mean, that's 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 a couple teams right there. Big Ten, <sighs> not this year, not this year, but. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. So, yeah, Big 12, Oklahoma, Texas. You got to look at Notre Dame's possibly. I mean, they said they're not. Notre Dame's going to have to start highly considering a conference. And if that's – when they do join, they are going to join the ACC. So, yeah. Until then, I, I expect other schools to snub them. Whenever it comes time to playing them, and therefore it's just going to decrease their strength of schedule, which is going to hurt them when it comes to any kind of bowl rankings. Yeah, because Notre Dame's pretty much going to have to go undefeated to make the playoffs every year. They're going to have to go undefeated. Yeah. No no doubt about it. Yeah. Without without a championship game, they they really don't have a path to the playoffs outside of undefeated seasons. Nope, and they're going to be looking at teams like Citadel the whole time. Or going and playing a Appalachian State team, or maybe a Liberty team next year, trying to at least get some credit somewhere. But other than that, yeah, they're going to get snubbed by other big, well, top five teams. You know, I mean, it's just it ain't going to happen. So let's go to this one: Hawaii beat Houston. Talk about Texas teams. Hawaii. You don't never hear much about Hawaii. Every once in the blue moon, they will step up, but you don't never hear a lot about Hawaii though. They came in beat Houston. I don't even remember hearing Hawaii whatsoever this year in any kind of football games. <laughs> uh, Hawaii is one of those teams that every few years they they have a good season and um, they show up at like a Sugar Bowl or something and get stomped out by Georgia or something like that. But uh, yeah, Hawaii they had a decent little season. Yeah. So I give them credit where credit's due. We are Marshall played on Christmas. And they lost to Buffalo. <laughs> to Buffalo. Buffalo, not bad. Y'all are on the come up, but still ain't talking big bowls for y'all whatsoever. Liberty Coastal, Louisiana beat Texas, San Antonio. So, yeah, that's what? That's, that's 0 and 3 for all the Texas schools so far. <laughs> um, and then Western Kentucky lost to Georgia State. It just has to be Georgia, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, these are small games. Like we said, these these aren't necessarily the big games. And then you still had the cancel games. Um, Army, one got canceled. UAB got canceled. Yeah, you had several of them. But looking forward, on Tuesday the 29th, you do get a good game coming up between Oklahoma State and Miami. Will Miami bounce back? No, nope. will Oklahoma come up and just slap them in the mouth? I think Oklahoma State's going to win that game. Yep. Then you also get Texas versus Colorado. This should be a no-brainer. Texas definitely should win this one. I think it's a snub for them to have to play Colorado. Colorado has not been the same for years now. So Since the 90s. Yeah. The rest of them we'll hit y'all with later on. I mean, we're, we'll we'll get into the Wednesday games on Tuesday, but let's go to the NFL. The NFL was literally where it was at this week. So, yep. God, so many upsets, so many last-minute games. Like, the first one, I really want to – you you got issues with starting off with Miami and the Raiders? 
no, let's, let's roll with it. That was a crazy game. That game, I watched, oh, my gosh, that game just, it was like, yeah, crazy. But yes. Fitz Magic, man, Fitz Magic, he put it on him. My boy, my boy, one of the few Harvard Ivy League quarterbacks in the league. The other one was Joe Flacco that came from Dartmouth. Um, yo, perennial backup slash starter in Fitz Magic, but you cannot argue. <laughs> Murdoch lost me a lot of money, but you, you look, you cannot argue with this one. They pulled Tua, wasn't hurt, but he was not getting it done. No, he wasn't making any progress. No. And then you come down to the fourth quarter with two minutes, and next thing you know, you have Nelson Aguilar taking off for almost an 80-yard touchdown, just going yep. down the field. And then you're like, okay, Fitzmagic is in here. And turn around two plays later, and he throws a little short slant to Miles Gaskin, who then rumbles to the end zone for about 70-something yards. Raiders screwed themselves. They screwed yeah. themselves. Josh Jacobs had a touchdown. He dropped because they were going to just try to kick the easy field goal, play defense, and win. And what happened? So, Raiders, really, they should have won the game. But they yeah. tried to play too safe. You, you can never – you can. Ne I don't know. I don't agree with how NFL teams are doing that this year. Like, you'll see Todd Gurley, for instance. They, I think that cost Atlanta a game, if I'm not mistaken, earlier in the season. But – yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you honestly think about it, it wasn't necessarily bad on Jacobs. Yes, they should have just taken a touchdown, but it would have left Miami with a lot of time on the clock. Plus side is they got the run off an extra 30 seconds and kicked the field goal. And that should have been game. Hands down should have been game. But then who comes back in to play? It's magic. It's magic. And the magic man. Yes. And he hangs in the pocket. Now, this is the Raiders' fault. This is literally defensively the Raiders' fault. Dude's trying to get a sack. If you know you can't get to the quarterback regardless, then you should just let it be. I mean, all right, you would have got the face mask. It would have been 10 yards and repeated first down, whatever. Got it. But he completely ripped his face mask down to the side, fits magic under pressure, handing his face mask, head turned completely to the side, delivers a strike down the field for about 30 yards, which gets him to the 40. And then you add on the 15-yard penalty on top of it. Field oh, goal bad, range. Bad play, bad play for the, uh, for the Raiders. Raiders defense should be upset right now. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. But the Raiders got to give me too, though, because you had a couple other teams that sit there and decide to lose and keeps them in playoff contention for the most part. Now, Miami, on the other hand, they got a win that they desperately needed to keep them in contention. But then you had other teams that actually Miami got a good beat. Let me rephrase that. They, they got a good beat with that victory because they pulled it out. They honestly did. They, they pulled it out. So then you go into, let's see, let's see, Cleveland Browns. Jets. Boy, they screwed themselves out of first uh, first uh, pick in the draft by winning that game today. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They, they honestly did. But they helped a whole lot of teams. I mean, if you really want to finish the season and have something to look forward to next year, I mean, they had to put up some kind of fight if they want to keep anyone interested or trying to pretty much 
not go to their team in the draft, a.k.a. Trevor Lawrence. You have to show him that you have something to build with and give him some hope that if he gets drafted by them, that it's going to be worth his time. Yeah, well, it's over with. Lawrence, he'll be a Jaguar. Mm. That's what um, I was looking. That's almost just as bad, though, to be honest. Just now. You, you gotta hey, look at it. If if the rumors are true, though, Urban Myers got, got interested in in the coaching job in Jacksonville. So if that's the case, and you get Urban Meyer, which I I got the question out there, will he be successful in the NFL? This isn't college, but Urban Meyer is a good uh, good coach. He is a good play. Uh, he knows football. So I mean, you never know, man. That that could turn the whole Jaguar. Uh, team around, you know, getting a good coach like that in and getting a quarterback like Trevor in, that you never know. It could, but I don't see the Jags being a good fit for him either way. Now, I'm going to go by, back on their history with the Jags. You have first-round draft picks, offense, defense for about 10 years straight, and then they come in and win the playoff game, and then they just kind of pretty much lay over and play dead afterwards. They went and spent a first-round draft pick. Let's say roughly six years ago on Blaine Gabbert. Look what happened to that dude. Nowhere to be found. Horrible. Like did not do anything at Jacksonville. Then they turn around and then they spend another first round draft pick on Blake Bortles. Yep. Hey, Jacks, their problem has always been, and I think it's the upper management and the higher offices and the GM. I just think they they finally fired that that guy this year. So. You know, make a good hire GM, get you a new head coach in there that that's worth something, and you could turn you could turn it around easily. Yeah, something, something. I mean, you you got receivers at the least bit. You got a running back that's stepping up, free agent running back that nobody really really wanted undrafted. So I mean, there's a couple pieces there for them to sit there and mess with, but they need something. Quarterback is definitely the first position. They're completely chaotic. Mike Glennon. The stash, um, whoever the other dude was, Lupin, Lou, Lou, Louis or some whatever. I don't know, but yeah. But, but at the same time, I mean, this is a good year to draft a quarterback because you got Trevor Lawrence, and then you've got a uh, Justin Fields that's going to be out there. So I mean, it's a good year to draft a QB. Yeah, Mac Jones, depending on how he works out. Alabama QBs yeah. haven't really panned out, and neither have Ohio State ones, technically speaking. I mean, yeah, once they hit the NFL, that's true. Hertz is doing pretty good, though. I can't think he was an Oklahoma product, though. <laughs> he was. We give, uh, we give no credit to Bama for Jalen. Nope. Nope. Y'all dropped the ball. But yep. enough about Miami. Let, let's go hit up another one. Minnesota and New Orleans. Hey, it, it was a good battle for a while. And it then was. New Orleans decided to say, okay, time to stop playing. Now, You wonder with a guy like Sam Darnold, what his mind psych is. I mean, listen to all the Lawrence rumblings. He's been there, what, three years and just because sunshine is the next best thing since sliced spread. Hell, I would want out new. Well, Darnold, yes. I think Darnold could use a change of scenery. scenery. I'm not even going to argue with that one. He honestly could. And there are several teams that could possibly use him. He hasn't really had anything while he's been up there. No offensive weapons. The running back game was horrible. Offensive line was horrible. The best thing they had was their defense, and they gave all that away. 
excluding the two wins the past couple of weeks. And it's been against good teams, Rams, unfortunately, and then they come in and knock off the Browns. So either the intern coach is doing something good, but Darnold definitely could use a change of scenery, hands down. Not necessarily sure exactly where he would really go to. Um, anything, I guess, would fit his type would be possibly Detroit. He, he's kind of like a staffer with a strong arm. Not necessarily maybe with the accuracy, but if Stafford ain't going to be there. You, you're looking at um, all the Tennessee just blocked field goal. God, that's that's at least they're doing something right. Oh, they about to turn it. He's gonna turn. He he's about to return it all the way back too. Good. At least it gives nope. them some points. Kicker tackled him. Oh my god! How you get tackled by a kicker? <laughs> was it the defensive no, lineman? Uh, <laughs> no, it was a uh, hooker, number thirty-seven. But Rams are gonna be looking. I think Sean McVay is gonna be looking for a new quarterback. He will. After this year, I think you don't have a good um, you don't have a good backup, so you can't pull golf. Um, Even worse, the holder. <laughs> so, I mean, you gotta, yeah. I think there's a few teams going to be looking for a new quarterback this year. Yeah, at least in a trade or something. Yeah, Rams at least in a trade. Wild. Backup status. We got a whole bunch of backup QBs that possibly could go somewhere and actually start. We'll hit on that one. But Minnesota versus New Orleans, I figured it was going to be New Orleans. The plus side for them is it gives them a chance to solidify that bye week if things go their way. Yeah. And Alva Kamara, hey, dude. <laughs> six rushing touchdowns. NFL record was five in one game, and he, he broke that one with six. Hats off to you, Kamara, for setting the record. We did have some records being set today. We'll hit on that one later on also. Tampa Bay versus Detroit. It has been years, years, years since I have seen Brady come out in the third quarter because they've been blowing somebody out so bad. And out of all people to come in for him, Blaine Gabbert. And that dude had almost a 70% completion record. <laughs> I don't know if that says bad things about Detroit or if that says good things about Bruce Arian, or if it's just Tampa Bay in general right now, but Detroit's just bad. Let's be honest, Detroit's bad. Oh my God! <sighs> Detroit deserves everything bad that ever happens to them because of what they did to Barry Sanders' career. True, I will not disagree with you on that one. In my oh they my don't God, deserve to ever win a game. <laughs> Probably not. They did the Megatron too two of the most prolific players that you've ever seen in the NFL history, or at least since like the eighties and on up two of the best ones. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa Bay looked good. They played a lights out game. I mean, defensively and offensively. Yeah. It's Detroit, but you know, Hey, if you're pushing for the playoffs, Hey, you got to make sure everything is clicking before that one at the least bit. And that's what Tampa Bay is doing, trying to at least stay in that lead to get a good, good first round matchup. But, yeah, Tampa done it. San Francisco came in, upset Arizona, pretty much yeah. knocking Arizona out of the playoffs for the most part. So, take a couple acts of God. Might happen. But not really counting on it. We'll hit Tennessee up in a little bit. Kansas City and Atlanta, man. Did you get a chance to watch that one? No, I missed all the early games today. Oh, all right. Atlanta being Atlanta, right? 
they were giving Kansas City a run for the money. You see Mahomes throw a couple of extra little picks. Um, it was a good game. It, it came down to the wire. Mahomes was honestly struggling against Atlanta. Um, running backs were, man, Kelsey was Kelsey. Speaking of another record breaker, Kelsey broke the record for tight ends. Dude is a monster. Uh, but definitely, definitely a good game. There were some good plays in there, some bad ones. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta, you you just might as well just look for the draft in free agency, and hopefully you can pull something back together and get you an actual coach in there too. So, And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Matt Ryan's one of their biggest problems. Well, he was. And they can't get rid of him because they're locked in with this contract he's got. <sighs> I don't know. I feel bad for Atlanta because they've got the weapons to be a good team. And then Matt Ryan just is Matt Ryan. What can you say? Yeah. Outside, you, of, Kirk, outside of Kirk Cousins, he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yes, he is. I remember watching one play with Matt Ryan and the dude scrambled out the pocket, had one receiver cutting across his face mask on a little drag route, DBs falling behind him, looking at the quarterback. Matt Ryan looks, and I can see just from the perspective that they gave on the camera that if he would have actually tucked the ball and scrambled, he would have picked up about 15 yards before anyone would have gotten near him. Instead, he pulls it down, sees the lineman coming at him, and tries to do a spin move and get sacked. Matt Ryan. He ain't going to scramble. He was afraid to. But, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City, you pretty much got your bye week. I don't see anything going wrong with that one. Nope. Cleveland, New York, we talked about it. Cleveland, basically, they had a whole bunch of COVID-19 actually hit them this year. Didn't have any of their wide receivers. Still had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, which it still does not. Between the two of them totaled 15 carries. Somebody needs to be fired over that. How do you have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and the two of them only total together 15 carries? That's, That's stupid on the Browns' part. Yeah. I mean, I get New York jumped out to an early lead, but you have two running backs that can control the ground game and control the clock and just wear down that defense and then open up the big plays. Regardless, especially if you know that you're playing with all backup receivers, dude, feed the beast. Feed that two-headed monster and, and stop playing around with it. Just feed that two-headed monster. That's it's stupid. They deserve to lose. They deserve not to even get to the playoffs playing dumb like that, regardless of what is happening. And they're looking at that part right now of almost not making it into the playoffs, especially if the Colts had beat Pittsburgh. It, it would it would have been bad. Since how I bring them up anyway, you know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead. Colts gave Pittsburgh a run for the money the whole first half. Hey, where, where are them Steeler fans at? They in here. <laughs> Hey, hey, Steeler friends, tell me this. How pucker was y'all's butthole? <laughs> you probably couldn't even squeeze the almond up there. It was so puckered. Uh, the Steelers <laughs> pulled it out. They are your champs. Uh, so they they moving on. Uh, again, I don't think they're a playoff successful team. I think they'll lose out. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Steelers, y'all did do my Titans a favor, especially looking at how it's going right now against Green Bay, because my Titans were still. You don't want to talk about the Titans right now, but I probably don't. I probably don't. They're getting slapped. All right, tell me the score. This 19 zip. Second quarter. 
Yep. AJ Dillon's doing his best impression of Derrick Henry. He's running the ball a lot better. But I think the snow's got Tennessee messed up because it's it's uh it's snowing like crazy there at Lambeau. Look, if you can't pass the ball, Brown just got his first reception of the game. <laughs> Look, but Green Bay's defense—they're they're playing lights out right now. They're they're all over uh, Tannehill. Tannehill can't even step back right now without a defender being in his face. Look, if you can't pass the ball, this is all I'm going to say. You have one of the most dominant running backs in the league as far as pound for pound running it down your throat. Let him run over them. Regardless of what you're thinking, they're playing in the code. You got Derrick Henry. After he hits them a couple of times, regardless, nobody ain't going to be able to want to tackle him because if anybody's ever played in the code, you ever hit your fingers or had your toes stepped on or just get hit a certain way, it lingers. <laughs> it lingers. And there ain't no getting that out of your system. Like, you, you might be 10 minutes down the field, and you're still like this, like, Very true. <laughs> Very true. But I can't say too much because the Rams dropped the ball today against Seattle. Uh, Los Angeles' problem is Jared Goff right now. Uh, the Rams' defense was – they played excellent today. They were all over Russell. Uh, I mean, they, they gave them four quarters of keeping them in the game. Uh, yep. The Rams lost Henderson. They lost uh, Akers. They got ended up – the only running back they had was Mac Brown. Uh, which Mac's not that great, uh, but the Rams need a quarterback. Jared Goff is 100% the problem. I watched one pass today, a turnover that he could have ran and got picked up seven yards. Instead, he threw to nobody in the vicinity uh, wearing a Rams jersey uh, right to uh, Seattle defender, uh, and it was horrible. Uh, so Rams go get James Winston. You just want all those FSU players on the same team. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm telling you, whoever gets Jameis and actually starts him, it's gonna be he's gonna be a nightmare. True, true. Hey, for y'all Savage Sports fans, hey, look, stand by. We'll hit you up with a whole bunch of possibilities for backups, um, possible starters. Pretty much all the special team little places. I mean, yes, some tackles whatsoever, but. That's true, Michael Murdoch. He did have a broken thumb, but that didn't come until the fourth quarter. Uh, he threw a pretty good pass, actually. His hand hit uh, uh, Seattle defender's um, uh, helmet, and it was actually kind of wild because you you could you watched golf pop his thumb back into place. Mm. Yeah, it, it was pretty nasty. You could tell it was either broken or completely dislocated. Hey, give him props on the toughness, then. I won't argue yeah. with that one. No, he's tough. He just makes dumb decisions. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, we hit the Rams up. Cincinnati beating Houston. Cincinnati without Burrow, but apparently whoever their backup is, Allen, whatever else, a win's a win. They came in and beat Houston. It was, it was a close game. I didn't really watch a whole bunch of that one. That wasn't really what I was interested in. But Houston, if you're losing to Cincinnati when they don't even really have a QB or running back right now, and you got all-timers A.J. Green, and he's still catching on you and getting yards, you need a lot of help. You, you need Jesus. We'll just make it, we'll make it simple. You need Jesus, all right? Sorry if I'm being savage about it, but y'all need something, all right? AFC South, besides Indy and Titans, are completely abysmal. 
I don't even know what else to say on them. So New York, Baltimore. That's an easy win for the Ravens. Yeah, they came out and dominating. Giants actually needed to have this win to stay in the hunt. They got helped out with Washington losing. Yeah, Higgins had a big game for since. He honestly did. Not mad about that whatsoever. Um, good receiver they got in the future, especially if A.J. Green is not necessarily doing it. They do have the receivers with Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Um, possibly grab another tight end and a running back that can replace Mixon if Mixon is going to be doing what he's doing right now, which is pretty much almost nothing. Yeah. But, yeah, New York, y'all got helped out. You're still in playoff contention along with Dallas and Washington. Washington helped you out because they lost also today. Carolina. I kind of picked Washington to win considering how Carolina's been. But then Washington's QB situation is all jacked up. Maybe another possible fit for Jameson or Sam Darnold. Something that they ain't really, really got to argue with too much. It's just going to be a given that they're coming in and it's going to be the starter. Yeah. Because they didn't play Alex Smith. Um, who, who has it got benched? Dwayne Haskins got benched. They brought in another quarterback, Henneke or whatever else, and necessarily didn't do bad, but that's how all the quarterbacks have been doing. They haven't been doing bad, but they ain't been doing great. Well, Titans just scored. Oh. Give you some good news. Who scored it? Uh, Tannehill through Smith. All right, I can work with that one. That's probably what they need to do. Smith has not been really relevant the past couple of games when he was a big part of their success last year. So well, Henry's really, uh, just so you know, Henry's not. He's he's not able to do anything right now. Green Bay's actually playing some great defense right now. Don't you talk about Henry like that? Oh, I'm just saying they're locking him down. He's <laughs> playing great defense right now. True, true. So let, let's hit this one off then. Los Angeles Chargers. Denver. That was a good game, by the way. That was a good game. Come down to the wire. I, I watched it. It was a good game. Yep. Speaking of another record, Hebert, Herbert, however you want to call it. You know, what I mean, rookie quarterback. Came in, replaced Tyrod Taylor after the doctor tried to kill him and been a backup ever since. Has one good receiver, a decent running back, possibly rookie of the year, Murdoch, maybe, but broke the touchdown record for rookie quarterbacks. Forgot who they said they beat. It's on the top of my it's on the tip of my tongue, but I forgot who they said it was. But yeah. Hats off to you, man. Hey, that record is a whole lot, especially if you're throwing 28 touchdowns. As a rookie, possibly yeah, have a bright break. San Diego did good on that one. They did good picking him up. I think San Diego, they need, yep. they need a, a running back. Uh -huh. San Diego needs to get a running back in this draft big time. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I mean, but running backs are a dime a dozen almost now. I mean, yes, you have those few that are completely – in their own league, those APs, those Christian McCaffrey's, Kamara's, Cooks, Najee. Henry's. Najee Harris from Battle. That'd be a good pickup. That is true. That is true. I, I can see that one. It would give them something about at, at least some kind of dependability. San Diego, 
they, they need Darwin to stay healthy. Yeah. And they need, uh, let's see, you, you already got the little Boza. I mean, yeah. he, you got a great defense. Uh, well, I wouldn't call them great, great right now. They, I think their corners are weak. They got a good D line. They're just weak in the corners. Yeah. And they never Darwin, before. They need Darwin back. Uh, and they need a running game. And I think you'll see a different San Diego team next year. I can agree with that one. I mean, how would how would Philip Rivers feel watching San Diego's team go to the playoffs without him? Well, kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like the Jameis situation in Tampa with Philip Rivers because they never really gave Rivers the complete package, and no. um, and. They, I mean, still San Diego hasn't doesn't have the complete package. But then you look at Tom Brady; they surrounded Brady with all stars. Yes, and reworked the line, reworked the defense, and now look at Tampa. I mean, Jameis wasn't the problem in Tampa. Problem in Tampa. I can't say anything about Philip Rivers. I will not say that they necessarily handicapped Rivers because you have two things. Oh, they didn't handicap. They didn't handicap him, but they didn't also surround him with the greatest of talent. I'm going to disagree just just a little bit, though. And I'm going to say LT, Antonio Gates. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll retract my statement. <laughs> I mean, Hunter Henry, he had Keenan Allen, um, another receiver. He had Melvin Gordon in his prime when he was actually playing. I mean, he still had the defense. When they lost, that was all Phillip Rivers. The dude was doing exactly what Jameson was doing. He was throwing three or four touchdowns to three or four picks. Like, that's true. I'll that give you that. Cursed. That dude is cursed. And it might come back on the Colts, too, for this one, even though they're going to make it into the playoffs. It might come back on the Colts and bite them in the butt, too, because Phillip Rivers is, does not close the game. Very true. Yeah. So, who, who else are we missing? Um, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Yeah, they they come out and smoked Philly. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. Hurts had a good game, but Dallas's defense stepped up. They played great, and that's what happens when your defense plays great. And Andy Dalton, man, hats off to him. With three, four touchdown passes a day. Yep, he I didn't, had, I, didn't, I didn't know he had it in him. He hit Gallup for two, um, C.D. Lamb for one, and I want to say he hit Cooper for one, if not just a little no, bomb Cooper. To Cooper. Cooper had uh like oh he, he had well over 100 yards receiving mm-hmm. today. I think he had 150, something like that, 130 to 150 yards receiving. He still ain't worth a million dollars, a hundred million dollars. I don't care what they do with no. him. No, no, but Dallas went in, knocks Philadelphia out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're and, out and out. Yeah. So now you got Dallas, you got the Giants, and you got Washington. Washington pretty much with the lead right now. And that's going to come down the next week, which Washington has the hard record to play. Um, who do they got? Who do they got? Um, they got the Ravens, which is probably going to be a loss with the Cowboys playing the Giants. So Cowboys and Giants. So basically the winner of that game then will represent the East. Yep. Between the Cowboys and the Giants, definitely, yep. If the Gi- if the Cowboys play the way they did today, then it'll be them. Yeah. Yep. And then the Rams get to go play the Cardinals at the end of the season. The Rams, um, the Rams hold their own destiny in their hands right now. They have. 
Facebook. Yeah. Ms. Griffey, you are correct. Uh, Jonathan Gallup, I mean, Clark, yeah, Gallup 2, CD2, yes. Um, Dallas will right. beat the Giants. You hear me now? Yep, gotcha. yeah, Dallas will beat the Giants. That's very true. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go back to what I said. Mari Cooper, do you keep him as a receiver? Yes. Do you take away that man's $100 million? God, yes. Do you relocate him to a third stream receiver? Yes, you do. Amari Cooper, yes, he might garner a little bit of coverage and everybody likes to sit there and beat on him. Um, but no, no. Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb should be your X and Y receivers. It's that simple. And if you really want to throw in a slot receiver, then, okay, throw in Cooper. In my other opinion, I would say throw in Tony Pollard. Apparently, that dude is a beast regardless in the receiving game or the running game, but he is behind Elliott. Speaking of that dude, if I'm Dallas and I really, really want to draft pick the minimum amount of work that you've actually gave Pollard and he is producing, trade the man and get you an extra draft pick because you're not going to get anything less than the second round for him, in my opinion. But that's just me. Yeah, oh, I agree with you there. <laughs> That's just me, but I mean, like today, yeah, it it was some, it was some good games. It was definitely some eye openers for certain teams, and it solidified a couple of spots as far as playoff teams go. Kansas City Steelers got it. Browns, you're gonna have to fight for it. Baltimore, they're on your heels right now too, along with Miami. Browns um, have to win it. They have to win next week. And they're probably going to have to win it without golf. Yeah. Because of this thumb thing. Uh, Saints are in. Tampa's yep. in. Who else in the NFC's in? Seattle. Yeah, da- Seattle's in. If Dallas wins next week, which they should, they'll be in. Yeah. It, it's coming down to the Cardinals and the Rams to really fill those back spots right now. Well. And all out of the same division. So. Um, forgot about Buffalo, which we they haven't talked about them. They play tomorrow night. They're going to win. They're yeah. going to beat a. They're going to beat a terrible Patriots team. Stephon Diggs is going to go off and win me the hopefully championship. <laughs> um, man, I hope. Speaking of which, Hector Alfaro, you joined at the right time because I was just thinking about it. We left off one team specifically, the Bears. Yeah, and they. You know what? They control their own <laughs> destiny. Yes, they do. They could they could squeak into the playoffs. Yes, they can. Upset alerts. Mm, thank you, thank you. That Titans logo is shining back there. I like that one. That's my Christmas gift. My Christmas gift. If anybody is wondering, this is all handmade. It's not the ones that you actually like. Bye bye. This is family made right here. This is courtesy of. My daughter, Casey, and my wife, Vanessa, this is what they gave me for Christmas, which if this is the only thing they gave me, I would have took it hands down. I would get it hung up a little bit more later on, so that way everybody can really see it, you know, and show it off a little bit. So, um, yeah, Mitch is still Mitch. I agree with you. And Ms. Griffey, Bears beat the brakes off of the Jags. It was the Jags, though. I mean. That's true, but oh, and the Packers. I forgot Packers NFC. They'll be in. Yeah, Packers will be in. But yeah, Chicago. If you're gonna start making a run for it, 
the Jags is the perfect place to actually sit there and start it. Robinson, you you keep doing what you're doing regardless of who is at quarterback. So, a hat, hats off to you. And I know you were probably ecstatic, ecstatic, over the moon, happy to beat your former team. They let you go because they didn't think you were worth it. And then look at you. You should probably be the million-dollar man on that team. <laughs> the Bears have got to play the Packers next week. So that is true. They're not going to make the playoffs. Mm-mm. They're not. The Packers are already they're already in the playoffs right now. Yep. So they're going to try to rest up their team since they don't have that bye week. So you might not see Rodgers. Right now you're not really seeing Aaron Jones. And you might not even see Devontae Adams, their three key players. Yeah, but I mean. It's still the Bears. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it, it is Trubisky. Your defense can score all your points. Look, right now, this is the time that you probably need to throw Nick Bowles in. <laughs> you know he's clutch when it comes to times and stuff like this. Is he is true. clutch. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but. Hey, definitely some good games. And next week, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see the finished product. Um, it's looking right now like my Titans won't – they probably won't win. They're probably going to lose right now to Green Bay unless they pull some magic or they decide that Rodgers isn't necessarily worth it, you know, slipping on, some, slipping on some snow or something like that and doesn't get the Titans to win. If the Titans win, they secure the division. If they lose, they're still top of the division, which is going to come down to them playing the Texans next week and then – I want to say the Colts get the easy game against the Jags. So you're still looking at the playoffs still being the same and Titans possibly walking off with the division unless Texans or Jags comes out and upsets the Colts or the Titans. So, I mean, Browns, you gave it away. You did. Because you play the Steelers next week. Otherwise, if you have one and you come in and play the Steelers, Hey, you win that division. How long has it been since y'all win the division? <laughs> well, the Steelers could bench a lot of players next week. They could sit a lot of them. I mean, they're in. Yeah. Yeah, but it still ain't going to change the fact, though. The Steelers already got the division. The Browns are just fighting to secure a good playoff spot or at yeah. least a better matchup for their team. Um, cakewalk, let's see. Chiefs got Chargers. Should be a cakewalk. Probably rest their team. Bills got the Dolphins, which that'll be a good game. Yeah, it still should be a good game regardless. The Dolphins, they're going to be fighting for their spot. Uh, Colts and Jags, Raiders have the Broncos, which should help them out. It it, it should help them out. Saints got Panthers, Seahawks and 49ers. Packers got Bears, Giants, Cowboys. Washington has the Ravens, Rams, the Cardinals. And the Bucks finish off their season with the Falcons team that gave the Chiefs a run for the money. Hey. So, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting, but so be it. That uh, about, about wraps it up. Yeah. So, it's Tuesday night. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, stay tuned for Monday. We'll hit you up with the update on Monday between Buffalo and New England. Everybody knows it's pretty much going to be a given. Buffalo should dominate them unless they rest Josh Allen. 
And I don't see that happening completely yet. They'll give him at least rest, no, they'll at least give him the first two or three quarters, especially if they got a big lead, kind of like Tampa Bay done with Brady. But Tuesday, NFL, college, some good, good college finally. Um, some of the good games. Yep. And hey, for those of y'all who will not be tuning in with us on Tuesday, happy early New Year's Eve and. I hope y'all have a good 2021 year, better than this 2020 stuff, you know, that we had this year, which jacked up everything. Everything. <laughs> everything, everything. So for those of y'all that won't, we won't see on Tuesday, happy New Year's, happy New Year's Eve. And I hope you bring in 2021 correct. For those of y'all that be on Tuesday, we'll see y'all then. And expect us to keep it very, very savage this coming week when it comes to the college and NFL. All right, we ain't pulling no strings, no punches. The teams don't like it. Oh, well, they can come on here and bring it up to us. All right. <laughs> Until then. Thank you all for tuning in. Yep. Everybody have a good night. And I hope you all had a good Christmas. Peace.